I'm very, very happy to be with you this morning for lots of reasons, but the major reason at the moment is Memorial Day weekend is the loneliest weekend of the year for me as a veteran. And being with you today changes all of that. So I'm glad to be here. Memorial Day weekend for a lot of veterans um, is a hard weekend. It's a day tomorrow we are supposed to remember the fallen. But those of us that are walking, we can't forget the fallen tomorrow. We remember that they have given their lives and we are here. There are many names on the wall in Vietnam, at the Vietnam Memorial, that they're there and I'm here and I don't know why their name is there and my name is not. But I'm here and I'm remembering them. And the loneliest part of this for a lot of veterans and their families is that we know most of the public doesn't even think about Memorial Day. They have forgotten the fallen. And we know when you forget the fallen, you also have forget, forgotten the walking. So a lot of us feel the loneliness, veterans and again, and their families. And we're here today to change that. We're here today to change that. So as a psychologist, I have been working with the emerging uh, practices and sciences around working with trauma, and it is so exciting how we are working with trauma these days. What we have learned to do is when people have a traumatic memory or a traumatic childhood, whatever it is, they have a pool someplace of trauma, and they stay away from it because it's overwhelming, it's unbearable. And in the old days, we used to try to get them into that pool, into the deep end of it, and face the trauma. And it wasn't very helpful. It wasn't very effective. And what we've learned to do now is we've learned to go up to the edge of the pool, put your foot gently in the shallow end, and then come back into connection. It is the connection that heals the trauma, not feeling the trauma but it is the connection. You don't deny the trauma, you touch into it, and then you come back into connection. And there's a simple little um, understanding now of the nervous system that has changed our whole understanding of how all of us live, and it's given us a simple roadmap, and I'll teach it to you right now, because it's what we're gonna practice this morning. So, this is called the polyvagal model. It's got three sections to it. The center section of the model is what we call the social engagement section, the window of tolerance. When we are, our nervous system is in this center section, we're able to have coherent thoughts and feelings and actions while we stay connected to another person. So all of us who've been in relationships, we know that there's ups and downs and sometimes you get a little upset and mad. And so you can, you can be in this window of tolerance and have, be a little bit aroused and angry. And you can also be sad and hurt and down, but you can stay in that window and stay connected to another. But what happens to all of us at times is we go 
above the line of tolerance and below it. And what happens above it is we call it hyperarousal or fight or flight. So when I'm arguing with somebody, I can sometimes be angry but still connected, but then if I get too angry, I lose my ability to stay connected to them while I'm mad. And what happens to us is when we go up into fight or flight, our whole physiology changes. Our capacity to, to think clearly is no longer at full capacity. So when I'm up here arguing with somebody, I'm pretty sure I'm absolutely clear about everything and I'm the one who's right and they're wrong. I'm sure a couple of you have had that experience. <laughs> and we've all had the experience of looking at the other person saying they are just out of their mind. So when we're up here, what we have learned is that nothing can change when we're up in this place. And if I'm working with somebody who is stressed out and struggling with their trauma and mad or just hypervigilant, I have to help them come out of this hyper-aroused place down into the center section. And the same is true for the lower section. This is where we go when we get overwhelmed, depressed, despairing, and hopeless. We shut down, we dissociate, and we've all been here. We've all been here around issues in our families, with our partners. We've all been here around social issues. And so when somebody goes here that I'm working with, and it's a great place to hide from trauma, my task is to help to arouse their energies to help them get back up here. So we understood that for the individual, and now we're understanding that it's true for the collective. This is what we all do. War. What do we do with the madness of war? What do we do with the fact that we are 15 years into two wars? That we're dropping bombs over several countries. How many of us can stay in a place of tolerance? Well, it's not too easy. So, it happens everywhere. Racial justice, why racial justice is so hard is because there's so much unprocessed trauma and not just out of the people who have suffered racism. We have the trauma in us, the guilt, the shame, the sorrow, the anger, the helplessness, and we either get mad and blame somebody else or we check out. And it's the same thing that we do with the genocide of the Native Americans. It's the same thing we do with the violence against women. It's the same thing many of us are doing now with this despair that's going across our country, with the political situation. How frightening it is, how much anger there is, and it just seems like, can this really be happening? And a lot of us aren't able to have very coherent thoughts or feelings or actions because we're not staying connected with each other and so we're not able to process all the feelings we're having and stay connected. So today, we are going to, I'm gonna reflect on remembering and forgetting about war and being a veteran. But the goal today is for myself and whatever reflections come up for you to not deny anything about that but to focus on the connection. 
because what we understand now about healing trauma and acknowledging the trauma but focusing on connection is it literally rewires the nervous system. It literally rewires the nervous system and it takes the charge out of the trauma and it makes what's been unbearable more bearable. And so today, as we reflect on what's unbearable, the madness of war that we have been in and out since the beginning of our country, what's going to make that bearable is our being connected to each other. We don't want to go to the deep end of the pool here. When you leave today, I'm hoping you leave feeling the connection of the 200 people that are sitting here. Feeling the connection as a Unitarian Universalist. Seeking the truth in love to help one another. Seeking the truth in love to help one another. I need to seek the truth. I need to be loved and find the truth in me, and then I can help you and help the larger world. So today when you leave, hopefully you'll feel more connection than anything, and that is going to weave a cloth of connection in our community that is going to make for all of us bearing the unbearable easier. So next time be it this afternoon or next week or next year, the madness of war stirs up again around us. We'll have an ability to bear it than we've, a better ability than we've ever had. So I'm going to take you into a really short, grounded, embodied meditation and help you find the place in your body where you feel connected to the people around you. And so this is more than an idea. It's not a mind meditation. It's a body or a somatic connection. So let's take a minute and sort of just feel yourself on the pew, relax into your seat there. If it's comfortable, close your eyes. And just inhale, breathe in, and exhale, just relax deeper into your body. Inhaling, beautiful, beautiful air, and exhaling and dropping deeper into your body. And just be aware of the sensations. And as you sit there, I want you to stay grounded in your body and sense the people around you. I want you to sense yourself sitting in this congregation right now with 200 kindred spirits. Everybody sitting in the love which is the spirit of this church the love for each other and the bigger love and here we are so in your body just notice what's it like to feel the people around you and what's it like to know there's 200 people sitting here with you 
willing to reflect on war, willing to step in and be of service to each other and to the world. And just see if you can identify it and maybe an image that comes with it. So as I'm sitting here with you, I can just feel in my body a warmth in my stomach as I look out and feel my connection with you. And it's almost like there's sort of an opening of wings, like a butterfly wings. It's warm and there's this opening in my belly as I sit here with 200 kindred spirits. And so as we move into the music and into the silence, if you can just stay with your body and stay focused on the connection with everybody that's here,